friends. Welcome back to Live with Roxy on this Friday, February 12th. It is episode 334 in the motherfucking his house. Why like that? Who the hell knows? Um, I'm, I'm kind of on like a bender. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of times I'm like clean living, center yourself, ground yourself. But like, I want a little bit of a bender. I'm not ready for it to stop yet. So just give me a few more days and I'll bounce back. I'm a bender bounce back kind of bitch. What's that mean? The world will never know. So that's the truth. I'm kind of going through it, but I might. I'm aight with two I's and no A and no L and no R. Just to clarify. So that, uh, I'm also still working, uh, nonstop. So there's that also don't love that. I just said that because one of the things that I haven't said as a Roxy advice corner is about people who don't stop talking about how much they work. Those people are mad fucking annoying and usually don't work that hard. I can give more on that later. Let's talk about things that are happening on the show today, like talking about WandaVision episode six. We're going to give a review there. Don't worry. It's not till the end of the episode. We always do it like that because spoilers and all that shit. So if you spoil WandaVision in the chat right now, you will get kicked out forever. So don't fuck with us. You know, Michelle Trackenberg commented on the Joss Whedon allegations and what she had to say was, if I had a higher neck shirt, I, I guess here, for those of you listening on Apple Podcast, you don't know what I'm doing. I'm just making a weird noise. And sometimes it's just going to be the way it is. Justin Timberlake apologized to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson. So we will break that down. And then Gina Carano, who I didn't even realize how much this situation upset me until the more I'm thinking about it, the more it's really upsetting me because of the anti-Semitism in the world and what's been going on. But Gina Carano is teaming up with Jew himself, Ben Shapiro, for a movie. Are you like, what the fuck does that mean? Don't worry. Don't worry, boys and girls and non-binary people and all of my rock stars and friends in here. We'll talk all about it. Why? Because that's what we do on this show. Bender, bitch. Uh, also, I'm going to take questions, comments, concerns. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. And in the super chat. In the super chizzy. For sure. What? All right, let's go to what you guys have to talk about first. Checking out the Streamlabs, seeing where my people are at. Thank you guys for showing so much support in here and all over the place. I really appreciate it. Like I said, it is February 12th, and you guys came in hot today. What? Starting with uh, back last this morning, 7 in the morning, LD in the house says, Hey, Coach, I've arrived at my new place, and I'm now in my new location and my new acting group. But we are just doing Zoom line reads for the next 13 days. So I'm not alone in the small hot. Uh, so I'm again alone in the small hot hotel room. Just look like small hot L room. So I'm going to power my way through more friends. Hell yeah. I'm starting to get into it. But why does the nerd have a monkey out of nowhere? Oh my God. LD, you crack me up. I thought he was a dino doctor. Or is he a vet? No, he's a dino doctor. What? But he still has a monkey as a pet. Also, Joey having the STD poster made me laugh, made me think of the dad with the pasta thing. I don't want my feet to end up on a poster about cooking pasta. Ew. Good point, Aldi. 
I did have a night with my lady friend and I had a pretty good time. Ooh. I told her it was my first time with a lady and she showed me how amazing sex is when there's no boy to screw it up. That being said, I really missed a nice dick and the hairy chest. Like her boobs were so nice, but I was just missing something. We talked on the way to the airport and she said I might be a unicorn for a couple. No idea what that means, but again, I'm sure you'll help. Um, a unicorn would be when a couple is together and they want to have a threesome. The person who comes into the situation is the unicorn. So that's what she's talking about. I'm glad that you had a fun sexual experience with her. Guess what? Guess what the best part about life is, LD? You don't have to choose. If you miss penis and hairy chest, then the next person that you hook up with can have a penis and a hairy chest. And then if you decide again that you miss nice boobs and you miss a woman's touch, then guess what? The next person you hook up with after that can be a woman. You don't have to choose which one you like better. You could literally go back and forth for your whole life if you want. And that is the beauty of being an adult and being a sexually active adult who is allowed to make her own fucking choices. Fucking choices? Just fucking choices. Literally fucking choices. So I'm excited for you to continue to explore and um, do whatever it is that you want. And we're just excited that you had a positive experience and that is great. Um, and if you want to be a unicorn, there's ways to do that. I was actually talking with a friend about this the other day. That wouldn't be for me. I am somebody who likes like to really experience one person and another person. Like Doing that would not be for me, but it's for a lot of people and it might be for you, LD. So you might want to look into it a little bit. Thanks for sharing. Not my name in the Streamlabs says, I'm not putting my usual screen name in this, but I have to say Star is a great OnlyFans follow. She was so fun last night. I obviously don't want to get into what we spoke about or she did. I'm just saying 10 out of 10 chef's kiss. Wonderful. <laughs> Rave review. Love that for our girl star. That's awesome. Um, yeah, that's awesome. You rock star. Glenn Caesar in here. Continuing to say it, Miles Cosgrove, Brett Hankison, Jonathan Magley, Russ the Cops Who Go, Breonna Taylor, all three of them, four killing Breonna Taylor, justice for all the people who've lost their lives due to excessive force, hashtag say their names. Hello and good afternoon, Roxy. Much love to Grammy and Papo. As always, thanks for taking the time to still hang out with us on this Friday slash prelude to the weekend. Rocks, RJ, Skittles, Chunk, GPS, Misdirection. Enjoy peace, bunnies, and hugs to you and yours. And thanks for always making the always being there and here for us misdirection silver the elf zilla queen badges good luck with any and all auditions or booking gigs that are coming up for you keep on crushing it dimples roxy best roxy number one yeah yeah happy roxy days positive thoughts to you rj and all the rock stars who show up here and give their support whenever and however they can don't forget when it gets tough even if you're by yourself you're not alone everyone who's battling keep on fighting we are with you please remember we, you are kind, you are smart, you're unique, and being so unselfishly loving and supportive of others, including internet strangers, makes you worthy. Therefore, your story is important and deserves to be seen and heard. You are appreciated. Be most excellent to each other, rock stars, because you're cool people. Once again, since it should be said, let's fucking go. Smats and everyone fighting for today, tomorrow, and more. Smash cancer. Cheers to fuck yeah news in 2021 and beyond. Thank you, Glenn, my dear. Really, truly appreciate you today. 
and always. In the super chat, Ryan Paints is Gina Carano and Ben Shapiro. What is Pure Flix looking to branch outside? It's BS. Is Pure Flix a real thing? Please tell me Pure Flix is a real thing. That would be amazing. Oh my God. I need that. I need Pure Flix to be real. Apollo 3JP says, fucking called it with the Carano situation. Now what? She's on the Daily Wire and even more emboldened. Our approach for people that say things we don't agree with has got to change. It's only making things worse. It's not that we didn't agree with her, though. You know, that'd be like saying I want pizza for lunch. Also, I'll go ahead and say it. Good on JT for apologizing, but Diane Sawyer needs to apologize more than JT does. The Free Britney movement has a problem with society. Sawyer perpetrated that BS. She didn't have to ask those questions. You don't know what she had to ask because of her job. You don't know, Apollo. Um, you tend to really side with men over women, I have noticed. I would look at that in yourself. Bojack says, hi, Roxy. I want to know your thoughts about forgiveness and second chances. For some reason, I believe and accept JT's apology, but do, don't believe Morgan Wallen. Am I being hypocrite? How do you personally discern when someone is being sincere? Bojax, I think that's a really fair question. Um, let's let's do this. Let's talk about the Justin Timberlake situation, and then I can address that within that. So Justin Timberlake, mm, he came out and apologized. Janet Jackson, people have been saying he needed to apologize for years about. She hadn't. Um, and Britney Spears, people have been mentioning it, but really only because of the uh, framing Britney Spears doc. Did it get brought up too much? Not too much. Um, did it get brought up enough? Too much. Oh my God. I bring it up every day on this show. So let's see what it is that Justin Timberlake had to say for himself. Uh, and by the way, this was interesting because it was getting picked up by entertainment sites, but also just like news outlets and, and things like that too. He says, I've seen the messages, tags, comments, and concerns, and I want to respond. I'm deeply sorry for the times in my life where my actions contributed to the problem where I spoke out of turn or did not speak up for what was right. Um, ta and talking about the Britney Spears situation. Uh, sorry. Right. I understand that I fell short in these moments and in many others and benefited from a system that condones misogyny and racism. I specifically want to apologize to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson, both individually because I care and respect these women and I know I failed. I also feel compelled to respond to in part because everyone involved deserves better. And most importantly, because this is a larger conversation that I wholeheartedly want to be part of and grow from. The industry is flawed. It sets men, especially white men up for success. It designed, it's designed this way. As a man in a privileged position, I have to be vocal about this. Because of my ignorance, I didn't recognize it for all that it was while it was happening in my own life, but I do not want to ever benefit from others being pulled down again. I have not been perfect in navigating all of this through my throughout my career. I know this apology is a first step and doesn't absolve the past. I want to take accountability for my own missteps in all of this, as well as being a part of the world that uplifts and supports I care deeply about the well-being of the people I love and have loved. I can do better and I will do better. So here's the thing. I think that this was a step. It was a step in the right direction. With Justin Timberlake, the, there are several problems. Number one, I've just heard some really not good things about him from behind the scenes. So that kind of sucks. Um, and I don't know him personally, but 
you know, it sounds like he might kind of be an ass. So that's kind of a bummer. Especially because I think that as an artist, I really like the work that he does. Second of all, when you only apologize because you are publicly accused, it obviously gives us reason to, to be skeptical. So there's that. The Janet Jackson and Britney Spears situations happened years ago. And now he kind of clumped them into one. I wonder if he reached out to them. If they accept his apology and they forgive him, then I accept his apology and I forgive him. But if they don't, then I don't know. I also felt like this apology did feel thought out, but it was not, I didn't feel confident that he fully grasped the situation. Um, it is growth and it is forward movement, but is it perfect? No, we'll have to see what he does from here. Who he hires from here, how he speaks to people from here. And we'll see. But yeah, I'm very interested to know and in how Janet Jackson and how Britney Spears feel about this. Because if they feel okay, I feel okay. And if they don't feel okay, then I really don't feel okay. So yeah, that's what my opinion on the Justin Timberlake thing is. Now I'm going back to the Streamlabs question about this some reason you believe some apologies and not others. There's this thing inside of us, you know, there's our core, our gut that makes us feel like, you know, when there are red flags with somebody or when we believe them and not all of us are accurate all the time, but some people's apologies seem more genuine than others. And I think we sense that as people, especially when you have a strong understanding, you know, if you're somebody who's like a people person, who interacts with a lot of people, who has a good read on people typically. I interact with a lot of people. I interview a lot of people. I would like to think I have a very solid read on people, but even I get bamboozled, you know? Even I don't see things coming. Even I get played. So sometimes we just don't know, but we just got to try to trust our guts. And if you believe one thing over another, I don't know that's necessarily hypocritical. It's your, it's your inside speaking to you. Also, Bojack said, um, everyone's speaking up on the Joss Whedon now. I feel it not only strengthens what Ray Fisher said about him, but in my opinion, what Jeff Johns and Walter Hamada, but I don't see anyone revisiting that. By the way, this is why you're my favorite artist to watch and why I love the show more than all others. You're on every day, at least for now. Plus, you're willing to talk about anything from entertainment to politics. Truly the best show on the YouTubes. The best show on the YouTubes. Thanks, Bojax. I really appreciate that. <clears throat> yeah, we're going to talk about the... We're going to talk about the Joss Whedon situation a little bit and how that does pertain to the Justice League investigation and all of that. So thank you for the compliment, and I, I appreciate you. Leonard Kimmon here says, Hey, Roxy, glad you gradually feel like better. I don't know about that. I said I'm on a bender, but... For sure, for sure. If you want some more pick-me-ups, number one, it's Bill Russell's birthday, Bleed Green. Bill Russell is like my man. Oh, he's why my um, favorite number growing up was six. Number two, at least you're not Trump's legal defense. Woof. What was the whole Madonna thing that was? I don't even know. Paul3JP in the house says, I love women rocks. Diane Sawyer was the height of her power in 90s. If we can't expect her to put her foot down and not perpetrate the cycle, perpetrate the cycle, uh, who can we expect to do that? I find that Sawyer did, uh, did to be far more damaging and offensive. That's just me. 
Britney Spears said she was a virgin and Justin Timberlake told everybody that he fucked her. I don't know that what Diane Sawyer did asking the questions was more offensive. And even though you perceived the situation to be she was at the height of her power, we are all, and especially women, on thin ice when you are talent. You can get dropped at any moment. And you cannot sit here and tell me that it wasn't a producer who wanted her to ask that question. I'm not standing up for Diane Sawyer. She owes an apology as well. I agree. But I'm not comparing what she did to Justin Timberlake because we don't need to. Why do we need to compare the two? She did what she did was worse. Says who? Conduct check uh, says conduct check says the last time we saw Evan Peters was Dark Phoenix, which took place in the 90s. And um, wait, I want to make sure there's no spoilers in this. Mm, okay, well, we're not talking about WandaVision yet, but I will make sure when we talk about WandaVision to talk about um, full the hex is a time bubble. I will talk about that in a little bit, but no, no spoilers about anything. Luckily that didn't, but just reminder guys, keep it spoiler free until we get to that part of the episode. We will be talking about WandaVision, but yes, no spoilers now. Thank you. Appreciate you. Uh, Redford says she roasted Brittany in that interview. I'm super duper duper not standing up for Diane Sawyer. I'm just saying it's Britney Spears to judge who's the worst of the two. Uh, we don't need, we can sit here and say they both owe her an apology, but I don't need to sit here and say Justin Timberlake's better than Diane Sawyer because X, Y, Z. Justin Timberlake did some trash shit too. So it's just not mine to say Diane Sawyer is worse on what merit says who we were not fucking there and we don't know who's behind the scenes. And I have to, I'll tell you guys that I have been asked to ask celebrities questions. And if I don't ask it, I lose my job. And they're questions that I feel very uncomfortable with. And that has happened to me multiple times in my career. Um, and sometimes you put your foot down and sometimes you lose the job. And that's a really tough position to be in. And I know people are like, whoa, is you, um, you know, get a new job. It's not that easy. So just saying, I feel for people who have to ask people questions when they have 15 bosses breathing down their neck. Not saying what she did was right. Not saying she doesn't know an apology. I'm just saying there's a little more to it. So that. Um, okay. Moving on, because we just talked about the JT situation. We'll continue to talk about it if there's any more news in that. But I do want to talk a little bit about this Michelle Trackenberg situation because Michelle Trackenberg went and commented on the Joss Whedon. Uh, how many times can I say the word situation in one sentence? Situation, situation, situation. She talked about the Joss Whedon situation. She, being from the set of Buffy, decided she had some things to say. Um, and she posted, she reposted what Sarah Michelle Geller posted, which we talked about yesterday, how Sarah Michelle Geller associates with Buffy, but doesn't want to associate with Joss Whedon and stands with the people who are speaking about, out against the abuse of power. Michelle reposted that post and then captioned it saying something very, very interesting. She writes, thank you at Sarah Michelle Geller for saying this. I'm brave enough now as a 35 year old woman to repost this because this must be known as a teenager with his not appropriate behavior, very not appropriate. So now people know what Joss did. Um, let me go to the rest of this. Uh, hold on. Let me just view it on Instagram. The way that she typed it was bizarro. There's a lot of like periods and stuff that's making it challenging for people to um, actually fully 
decide where whatever. Uh, okay. So thank you, Mr. Arashagalar, for saying this. I'm brave enough for the 35-year-old woman, dot, 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 to repost this, period, because, period, this, period, must, period, be known, period. As a teenager, period, with his not appropriate behavior, dot, 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 very, period, not, period, appropriate, period. So now, period, people know, period, what Joss, period, did, period. The last, period, comment I will say on this, period, was, period, there was a rule, period, saying, period, he's not allowed in a room alone with Michelle again. So this added a little bit of information. Not much information, but a little bit of information. I don't know why she decided to tell it like that, but I do know she reveals that there was a rule on set that Joss Whedon was not allowed to be alone in the room with her as a teenager. She's 35 now. Buffy came out in 97. So I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means in terms of what happened, but it doesn't sound good. Um, and so and that's on period. Uh, it's, I think that we are not getting, there's, this situation is not done. We're going to get more about this Joss Whedon story. This is only justifying and clarifying what Ray Fisher is talking about. I don't know when it pertain how this pertains to Walter Hamada. I know that Walter Hamada seemingly was really trying to protect Jeff Johns and John Berg. Joss Whedon seemed to be kind of out of the fold very fast. I have no idea what what Walter Mah uh, Walter Hamada is going to think about any of this, whether investigations will reopen. I kind of doubt that. But I do think anybody who is seen associated with or protecting Joss Whedon is on the wrong side of this shit. Because clearly he did not do things in Hollywood that you should do anywhere. And for a teenage woman, teenage girl to be saying there was a rule that she couldn't be alone in the room with him. That sounds like more than toxicity to me. So that kind of doubt we're going to see him working much anymore. Don't know what's going to happen with the rest of the Hamada crew, but for him, it seems like now we haven't heard anything from the Avengers cast. Don't know if they will speak out. Also, you know, Buffy came out over two decades ago. It might take that long for us to know exactly what happened for Justice League. My eyes and ears are open. We see what's going on with Whedon, and we cannot bury our head in the sands on that one. So I will just say that. Let me know what you guys are thinking. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Get them in now. Get them in loud. Get them in proud. What do you think about this Joss Whedon situation? Was Michelle Trackenberg's comments the final straw for you does that affect you at all um what do you think about the justin timberlake situation do you believe his apology to britney spears and janet jackson do you believe that we are ready to move forward or do you think he should do something more and now it's time to talk about gina carano uh, i was getting the battles on twitter and stuff i just i'm i'm kind of exhausted from talking about this and honestly I know it's not the same thing as when my black friends were telling me how exhausted they were during BLM and how they just didn't want to explain anything anymore. But like, 
the amount of anti-Semitism I've received this year over and over and over and every single day and the DMs that I get and the posts that people do and the responses I'm getting and the swastikas people send me and or the crooked hooks and, and the Hitler comments and the, the money in the nose and the, like, it's just every day nonstop. And this Gina Carano situation is very upsetting. Um, you know, people who I was trying to explain, you know, in the Holocaust, 12 million people were mass murdered. They were executed. They were worked to death. They were starved. They were gassed and they were killed. And people, after me saying that people still saying that's what's happening here. I just can't, uh, I can't, I don't even know. I'm, I'm fucking wiped from it. I'm exhausted. And I can't, I can't just like feel okay about it. And so the fact that Ben Shapiro, a Jewish man is now going to be making a movie with Gina Carano saying they tried to cancel her and I won't, and we can't let that happen. They're canceling her for being conservative. That's, she was not canceled for being conservative. She was canceled for being anti-Semitic. And if you are, if you as a conservative want to identify as being anti-Semitic, like if that's one of the values of being conservative, then oh boy, are we fucked. Um, but on top of this, the fact that he's Jewish there must be so much self-hatred in that man. Uh, because it's the same kind of thing with Candace Owens, you know, like just because Candace Owens doesn't think something's, think something's not racist or isn't offended by something doesn't mean that it's not racist. And just because Ben Shapiro does not feel offended by this, I don't know what, what motivates him. Maybe money. It's not a Jewish comment. That's a comment on him being a celebrity. Um, you know, we knew he wanted to be a play a screenwriter. So maybe he's looking at this as an opportunity. I just am so upset with the fact that he's Jewish that I don't even know. I actually don't know how to comment on it. I don't know how to comment on it because I can't fucking stand Ben Shapiro. And... I can't stand people who think that because Gina Carano is receiving hate for her opinions, that that is the same as being gassed and burned alive for being born a Jew. I don't, I'll, I don't know how to find common ground with those people. I don't know how, how to have a conversation with those people. I don't even know where to start. And so I think we're kind of fucked here. And I know that that is such a pessimistic viewpoint, but we're a little bit fucked here. I don't think that this is going to get better because I don't know how we can, uh, we're getting further from the Holocaust. We're getting further away. Less people believe it existed. Less people are willing to accept what happened. And now people are saying, that, okay, some people are saying the Holocaust existed and it's similar to what's happening to Republicans right now. Whew. I know this isn't helpful. I know that this is not, usually I try to come up with like, well, here's what we should do. I don't know on this one. I don't know. I can't speak on behalf of all of the Jews. I can only speak on behalf of myself, but I'm exhausted and I'm tired of the extreme anti-Semitism that's happening. 
and I'm tired of being gaslit and people telling me that it's not happening. And it's, I know I'm not crazy, but it's making me feel like I'm fucking crazy. So that, that I, when I come up with more helpful things to say, I guess we'll re we'll retouch on the situation. Hypocrisy for all in the stream lab says, uh, Pedro Pascal tweeted and then deleted a message comparing America and what was happening to immigrants at the border to the Holocaust. He was nearly as met with the same vitriol. Both instances were horrible. I don't think that those are the same things. I don't think Pedro Pascal should have done that. But that being said, there are, there are, Children, I, I know that this term is a hot button term, but there are children in cages who have no freedom, who are, and I'm not saying it's the same as the Holocaust, but those are kids who have no say, who are born into a situation and are ripped from their families and put into fucking cages. And if we're having to compare things to the Holocaust, which we don't have to do, but that is certainly closer than somebody who is a grown ass woman who people don't like because of her opinions. So that, um, that again, I, it's not, I'm not saying that it's good that he tweeted that. I'm just saying it's not the same thing. And he's not talking about himself. He's not there in a cage saying that about himself. She's claiming to be, Similar in a similar position to Jews in the Holocaust herself. What? Just like, ah, all right. Let me know your thoughts only if I want to hear them. <laughs> That's not true. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Leonard Kim in here says, You're covering some heavy topics and I don't want to diminish their significance. So apologies for veering off. Um, no, that's okay. We're a roller coaster show. Among a plethora of other topics, I had the Pats on mine today. What quarterback do you hope Belichick and Pats go after? The hair looks beautiful. Thanks, Leonard Kim. <laughs> we really are a roller coaster. Um, I don't actually know at this point. Uh, not Cam. Mm, Brady after his two-year contract. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna have to. We'll have to bring my brother on to really talk about that. To really, really talk about that. He can break it down. Um, yeah. All right. Get in those stream labs. Get in those super chats. Keep the conversation going. We are going to be getting to the WandaVision topic soon. So any other stream labs coming in, I will take now. And then otherwise, then we will get into WandaVision. So start putting in those WandaVision stream labs and super chats too. So I can read those in our WandaVision spoiler topic. But that's not yet. Pop, get those Streamlabs in now, but we're not talking about that yet. Popcorn in the Streamlabs says, if Ben Shapiro saw your tweets and said, come on his show to get a perspective from a liberal Jewish woman, would you do it? I'd be scared and excited for you. Ha ha. Of course I would. Mm-hmm. Because I'm willing to fight the good fight and I'm willing to have the conversation. Um, But I wouldn't be the best person because I'm not the most educated person. I, I'm a very educated woman in general, but you know, there are people who know way more about the Jewish faith 
and know way more about um, the Jewish culture than I do. So while I could make solid points, there would be better people for the conversation, especially because of how tapped I am right now. So, but yes, of course I would. Uh, Thank you for asking that. It's interesting. Interesting thought or um, predicament that would be. Shout out to everybody in here live. We're going to get into the WandaVision topic right after I give these shout outs, but giving people a chance to peace out before we get into the WandaVision spoilers. Um, to Boki, John Get Bent, Brittany Parker, Ambling Soul, Chris Corcoran, uh, Manny Gonzalez, Afrofuturism Productions, Jake Yacoveta, Ryan Payne, Bruce Banner, Sean Quinn, Anthony Strader. Zeno Hour, Rob McDonald, Glenn Caesar, uh, Joseph Ashley, King Dingaling. I think that's the first time I've seen that name, and I'm pretty excited about that. Dingaling, ding, Danny M, John Bainbridge, Mark, Jason Ali, all of you guys, Matt Munoz, Joseph, Danny, Chris, Ryan. You guys are awesome. Thanks for being here, George. Okay, now we are getting into WandaVision. This is a full-blown spoiler WandaVision review where I'm going to take questions, comments, concerns from you guys in the Streamlabs, in the Super Chat, and talk about my thoughts on WandaVision in general. So if you have not seen WandaVision Season 1, Episode 6 yet, then you might want to leave. If you have seen it, then you probably want to stay. And if you are not a WandaVision fan and you're never going to watch it, then hang out with us anyway. Ask your weird-ass questions. So here we go. Okay. I don't know. WandaVision Season 1, Episode 6. I don't know. I'm I'm thinking that Episode 7 is going to be a doozy. It's going to be a big one. But as of Episode 6... Everybody talking about this being a 90s sitcom premise. To me, it feels like it's a the 2000s sitcom presence. This felt like they were supposed to do the 90s, but this wasn't like the intro and, and the vibe. It wasn't like Boy Meets World or Friends or, or Seinfeld. Or, you know, to me, this was 2000s. This was, um, I talked to DJ Wildridge about this. This was Malcolm in the Middle shit. Like, and I'm not mad at that, but what happened in the 90s? What happened in the 90s? So that. But I like the sitcom elements. I'm liking watching the two kids. Um, I think it's interesting that we're seeing them develop their powers and what they're able to do right now, which is nice. Um, I also am interested in what's going on with Vision. You know, he's blatantly lying to Wanda because Wanda's blatantly lying to him and he's figuring things out. When he finally is able to try to get to the outskirts of town, what what is ripping him apart? Can he not exist outside of this place? Or is the actual hex ripping through him so nobody could leave it? So questions about that, questions about his interaction with Agnes. So we thought maybe she might have been a bigger bad or she might have been more aware of the situation or she might have been more in on it. Unless she's just pulling one over on him. It seems like She's just, just good old Agnes. And, um, you know, that was interesting to watch. I think that I really liked when Wanda moved the entire hex larger 
because that was super smart thinking on our toes. How do we keep vision safe? I thought that was a smart move on the show's part. And also I've been talking about how my least favorite part of the show is what's going on in the boop, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop world, aka the outside world where they hit the buttons. I want to see more of them inside. So I'm happy that Darcy's in there now. I'm happy that we're going to get that. That's going to be kind of cool to watch how, if you come in with the outside knowledge, what that ends up looking like. We saw that uh, with Monica, but you know, I, I just am, I'm liking Darcy also, also obviously is a very um, talented sitcom actress. So we're going to get to see that sitcom style there. Uh, I think that the sitcom style is kind of, we're coming to an end almost on that because we've only got three episodes left. So there is that. Uh, I also think that they've got some splaining to do with this Quicksilver situation. I have all different theories here. Either, and this is kind of the theory I'm leaning towards, I think Quicksilver might be a mole. I think that he might have been sent in there because when he is egging on Wanda to give him information and he's like, I don't judge you and this is what I know. He just knows too much for her to have brought him in. He knows too much. He knows too much about what's going on and he wants so much information. And he's saying, I'm not your husband. You know, you can trust me with these things. And usually when you say those kind of things dead on, you can't. Also, if she was the one who brought him in, I really feel like it would have been her brother, Pietro. It would have been Aaron Taylor Johnson. So I think we kind of have some explaining to do here. I do think he's a mole. I do think he's, uh, I don't know whether he is not from the X-Men universe and he's actually a, uh, from the multi, but I don't know. I don't know how they're going to explain it. I am watching, enjoying watching Evan Peters because I think he's so funny and great. Um, and it's awesome to see him with the kids too. So that's cool. But I think there's more to him than what we see. I don't think that he's just, just her brother that she recast. Andrew Thomas says, Hey, to the most beautiful Roxy. I really enjoyed the Halloween WandaVision episode. Elizabeth Olsen looked hot in the original Scarlet Witch costume. She did. Evan Peters was great. And what is Sword 2? What do you mean, what is Sword 2? What do you mean by that? You mean, what is the organization 2? Um, yeah, ask again. Because they are, we know, we know who they are. But we also don't know fully and who might, what they might be completely after. The other strange thing about this episode was the children, her bringing in the children, but they've been asleep and Evan Peters knowing that uh, everything kind of comes back to, to me for the children, for the children and her having to have children here. And then these children being awake now, but she doesn't want to hurt the children usually. So she keeps them asleep. A lot of this feels like children, children, children. So there's more to that for sure. H Silver 20 says, I think episode five was a combo of 80s and 90s with the full house opening mixed with the family ties and Quicksilver and a combo, Uncle Jesse and Joey outfit. Yeah, maybe, but it just was so like 80s and then early 90s. I wanted like a 90s, 90s, but at least they did have that. That is true. Um, yeah, Rob. So Rob says secret weapon and response team is sword. Um, I, I don't know, but if that's what the question you're asking, did you mean what it stands for? Because we will, because otherwise, ask ESK again. Um, also, like I said, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Put those in here. Questions, comments, concerns, thoughts on the episode. 
Mark Jason Ali says, hi, Silver. I thought WandaVision was great. This episode of the sitcom was late 90s, early 2000s. Really loved her expanding the hex to save them. Hope you're doing well and have a good weekend lined up. How are Grammy and Papo doing? Thank you for asking. They're doing okay. I appreciate that. Ryan Payne in here says, I feel Agnes is trying to sow seeds of distrust and division outside of the office interaction in episode five. Every time Vision has become suspicious, Agnes was there to stoke the fire. That's kind of interesting. So you think she's kind of faking it when she switches back in and is like, have a good day, neighbor. You think that's she's kind of putting it on? Really could be. She's very talented. Leonard Kim in here says, the sitcom portions of the last two weeks have given me insane nostalgia. I remi I'm reminiscing, feeling warm and fuzzy inside and loving every second of it. Jimmy Woo is my hero. He's representing us Koreans well. That's awesome, Leonard Kim. I'm happy to hear you say that. Yeah, he is great. Um, I Yeah, I just wish that he was in the outside before because it just like pulls us out of it. So there's that. Uh, just so many questions still. And starting next week, we're going to have to start getting answers. Um, we're just going to have to sentient weapons, observation and response department sword. There we go. There we go, guys. Uh, Agnes isn't the bad guy. She's a victim, in my opinion, says Bruce. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's just hard to say at this point is Evan Peters good or bad is Agnes good or bad why is Monica so invested in this and in helping Wanda all so many questions definitely I'm going to start needing answers and this show is either going to take off or it's gonna like next week is going to be the week where I think we're going to know a little bit more I don't know also why do Wanda and Quicksilver have different memories of their childhood is it because it's not actually her brother or is it because he's a mole or is it because she is having a hard time accessing parts of her childhood because something else is tapping into her brain? Very curious about that. The good parts about this show is the fact that it's so well performed. It's really intriguing. I want to watch every week and um, it's one is my favorite. So I like watching her and vision does an amazing job too. Also it looks badass. The frustrating parts are that I don't know where they're going with it. I'm hoping they're able to stick the landing. You guys know I don't love the crazy woman trope. So I'm just hoping that's not where we end up. So all of that is also interesting that Vision didn't remember being an Avenger. Yeah. All right. We are going to get out of here because those are our thoughts on WandaVision. Get in any last minute stream labs and super chats as we will be out of here in the next couple of minutes. We do have one coming in from Glenn Caesar who said, I just think episode six is like a continuation of where episode four first uh, or left off and where it tried to make us think that this was where the story's going. I really hope it doesn't go down that way. I'm still not down with the it's Wanda all Wanda and no one but Wanda skeptical. I know I'm not down with that either. I kind of don't think at this point that's what they're going to do, but I don't know why I don't think that. They're showing us that that is what they might do. So, let me know what you guys are thinking. Leave a comment in here after the fact. It really helps with the algorithms. Put that thumbs up if you have not already. Um, we currently, let's see, we're currently at 116 watching live with 65 thumbs up. I know we can fucking do better than that. Get those motherfucking thumbs in the air like, hell yeah. I just wrote a song. Redford Reddington says there's a good chance that Wanda ends up being the villain in Doctor Strange 2. 
Oh no. I don't want that. Fuck. Oh man. I hope not. You definitely could be right though. You definitely could be right. Ooh, 74 thumbs up. We just got them going. Yes. So if everybody gave a thumbs up right now, we know we'd have at least 100. And don't forget to um, leave a comment as well. All right, getting out of here. Reached out, reach out to the ones you love. It's important. And they might be struggling and you might not even know it. Uh, keep tuning in every single day live at the Roxy. I'll be back tomorrow. Sunday, we'll have our wind down for the World Girls, which have been not Miss TV. I guess that's called must-see TV <laughs> or must-see YouTube. What? Make your beds, toilet seats and lids. Don't complain about how much you work because usually it makes people feel like you don't work that much. I'll do more on that a different time. Mm, don't be trending with the Holocaust. We learned that one yesterday. All right. That's it for me today. That's all she's got. Much love, everyone, and I'll see you tomorrow live at the Rock's Week.